about what we just watched mm-hmm. from D23 and talk about The Mandalorian yeah. and how fucking sexy that trailer was. Mm-hmm. But oh. since uh, since the D23 Expo is going on for the rest of the weekend, mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be silly to just do our thoughts and recaps of what has happened just in the small span of time. So we should probably save D23 stuff for the next episode. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it just makes the most sense. Yeah. I don't want to have two D23 episodes. It seems a little redundant. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you feeling tonight, Mike? How are you feeling right now? How you looking? You're looking good. You're looking like a delicious morsel that if we weren't going to go get cookies after this, I'd debate dipping you in milk, potentially. I... Uh, God, you know, I just sat with you for what seems like forever, and then. You but we didn't. We didn't do anything weird. I know, but in, but now that you're speaking, it's all catching up to me. Yeah, I mean that was meant to be a compliment. I was trying to say how, you know, you're you're a, a dapper, dashing young, young dude. You know. Mm. I said dude because I, I wanted to keep the alliteration going. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't. It matter. doesn't make a bit of difference. Did you bring them? I know what you're going for, and I. Again, after your ridiculous comments earlier, like I, I can't play along. So you don't have them. No. God damn it, Mike! Really, you're not gonna. Nope. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do it. Ah, it's so good when you do it. Yeah. It's not as good when I do it. Yeah, well, it's better true. when you do it. I like to lob that in and throw a little underhand pitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like watching you crack out of the park, you know? You see, I don't know what it is about the way you say things, but it just makes me feel like you should be on a list and I should be protected. <laughs> protected for me? Yes. What could I ever do to you? I, I don't know. I want nothing but the best for you. I don't want to do anything to you other than make sure you succeed and you're full of love and life. <laughs> that. Yeah, and I didn't I, mean it in any other way, Mike. I just wanted to be... I don't know what it is with your tone of voice or what it is. Is it the beard? Is it the hat? The beard is pretty long. It, this is the longest my beard has ever been. I have it a little little uh, put together right now, but if I was to brush it out a little bit, if I let, let it hang and swang, it's pretty out there, Mike. It's pretty gnarly, I believe yeah. would be a good term for gnarly, it. Gnarly, I suppose, would be the word. I feel like gnarly would never really be an adjective for me, personally. But I think in this specific scenario, the only correct term is gnarly. Yeah. Or I guess, I don't know, maybe a hobo? It's a noun. Uh, yeah, it's not an adjective. So, gnarly. All right. I'm one step closer to being Guy Fieri personified. Guy Fieri's, Guy Fieri's, oh, sorry, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. It's better. <laughs> Guy do it? I can't do it. I can't roll my... I can't Gaffieri? roll my... I- Ieris like you can. Gaffieri? I can roll Gaffieri? my arms, but my... My Fieris, I can't do it. Maybe because I'm laughing. But anyways... Get Jen in here. She's Italian. She'll be able to do it. Uh, yeah. You know. Italians. They got spaghetti or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Pasta on the Pasta. mind. Pizza mozzarella. Pizza rella rella Uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I feel like I'm getting one step closer to being like guy... F- Fieri's like mood or the way he talks personified because he, he would call a food gnarly yeah, and if I am currently gnarly all I need to do is figure out how to also become like like a uh, gangster and like have that crunch 
mm-hmm. you know I was just re-watching that episode of American Dad where Jeff becomes the new Guy Fieri and it was uh, it's a fun oh, episode I remember that does he have to like go into like a, like a lot like a volcano of nachos or something yeah. like a volcano of cheese dip or yep. something or is it like it's the best cheese dip ever, but after you eat it, your soul is gone or something? So basically, that was the uh, that was a cheese from which Guy Fieri, the demon, because in the <laughs> show it turns out Guy Fieri is a, like an eternal demon, which is just wrong because we all know that he's America's heart, America's heartthrob. Yeah, well, he's America's heart attack. Anyway, um, more accurate. Yeah, so like the only way to destroy him because at this point he's possessed Jeff's body and Jeff is uh, Stan's son-in-law and is daughter was very upset okay. he, he had to like trick him into eating the uh, the queso so he tricks him into eating the queso I it wouldn't take you much to trick me into eating queso I just yeah, no. but like this guy Fieri demon knew that the queso would destroy him so like you had to trick him into doing uh, it so it was like a, it was a regular old Thanos from the comic books yeah to trick him into taking the, the, the infinity gauntlet off exactly of course you can beat me with all the stones, but could you beat me without the stones? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. Wow, that was a trick. He's a fucking jackass. That's kind of how it happens. Mm-hmm. Did you not? Re- did you, have you read it before? I, no, I started it and then I spaced out. I think I got to the part where he snapped, and then I don't know. I guess I decided that's good enough for me. Yeah. Wait, really? He snaps in the comics like, like very early. early. I yeah, know. like right at the beginning. Pretty I know. Much. All, all I can remember is, like, the West Coast Avengers, like, falling into the ocean. I'm like, yeah, I guess they're dead. Sucks for those guys. Um, yeah, it was pretty It was pretty much that. It was, like, someone, a, a group of them decided to trick him into taking, taking it off. Taking it all off. Um, hey, bro, you won't fucking take that gauntlet off and fight me like a man. I fucking will. Don't make me do it. Um... But anyways, this is the Past Control Podcast. Each and every week, a few best friends sit around and talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Regardless, we always have something new and fresh for you each and every week available on every podcast platform. And uh, yeah, as always, I'm your host, Brendan Groom, and joining me this evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Lazier. Was I supposed to do something after that? Uh, say hello. Uh, if you have some other catchphrase you want to use here. Mm, I do not. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess we should just get right into it. What have you been playing? Have you been playing anything new? Anything? Any, any old standbys? What, what? What is getting you through the week, Mike? Naps. On the gaming front, what is getting you oh, the week? Nothing. You can't say nothing. I see your Twitter, Mike. I know what you do. I know what I, I know what you do. I need to check my Twitter and see what the fuck I've been incriminating myself with. You know. You already know. I, Beat Saber. Oh. Yeah, I guess I played it like twice. How's that going? Getting that, getting that diesel workout in? Not really. How come? I don't know. Are you not playing it for a long period of time, or? Probably not, and probably I'm not 
fucking getting super into him. Just kind of like boop, 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 boop. Just, just farting around. Just farting around. Just farting around. Just you know, swing my swing my arms left and right. Um, what's your favorite song currently to play on there? Do you have like your standbys, your go-to's? Um, I think I'll play Breezer or what's it? Commercial pumping. I forget. Are these OG songs? These are OG songs, I forget. And then, but my favorite song to play is probably um, It's Time by Imagine Dragons. Is this a song that I should know? I know I've heard it before, but I don't, I can't remember where I would have heard it other than maybe it was on the radio or something. Okay. Uh, I still can't really get into the any of the Imagine Dragons songs, just because I don't think I really like Imagine Dragons all that much. Yeah, that's where I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not fucking going back to them. No, I mean, I'm not expecting you to. I just, I I wish I could get into them more, because it's like, whatever, 10 or something songs or mm-hmm. something like that. So it would, it would bump up the things that work into the rotation. But for me, it's a lot of the same stuff. And a lot of the same songs I'll play over and over again, trying to, like, beat my score. Yeah. And a lot of it is crab reef. See, that was the thing is that I was so focused on playing certain songs, I had forgotten that there were songs that I just never beat. There's plenty of songs that I've straight up never even tried. Yeah, so I think there was a song that I played the other day where I was like, I was scrolling through and just looking to see which ones I had scores for, and I saw like a bunch that was like, oh, I don't have scores for these. I must have tried it a few times and then failed. Mm -hmm. And then I tried it, I'm like, oh, all right, this is a cool song. So I don't know if I just never played it or if I played it once or twice didn't beat it and then focused on something else yeah no I mean that makes sense I mean there's not a lot of songs on there but the way that the songs are broken up in the different little tabs yeah it's, it's like very easy to miss like songs. miss songs I don't think when, when we got the game I don't think it was split up that way when they added the when they the added, first couple of packs is when they, they split start, it like start that split, yeah. yeah which with the, like the stuff that's like, the first two packs that came with the game? Yeah. I don't know why those are just in one tab. Yeah, I, I don't remember why it's how it's labeled. Um, I think it's just, like, Beat Saber Volume 1 and Beat Saber Volume 2 or something. Like Maybe when the game initially came out, that's mm-hmm. how many songs were there. Who knows? But uh, anything else making its way into your rotation? Mm-hmm. Besides the old Overwatch? Not really. I played a little Ultimate Alliance. How are you feeling about that? Uh, I was confused, but I spoke to Dom about it, and I think that was just the way things were. Confused about like where to progress to next? No, confused in that I lost, but the game progressed anyway. I wasn't sure if I was just supposed to lose, and it, that's just how the game went, or if it just lets me progress despite. The was fact that, that the case? Lose. Dom says that he thinks that that's just the way it was. Like you're supposed to lose that fight. You must be further than me in the game, then. Mm, I can't be that far. I, I was, it was the end of the X-Mansion. Yeah, you're further than me. Oh. I haven't played since the night me, you, and Dom played. Which is what, Ultra, we, we fight Ultron? Yeah. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't gotten past that point. Oh, that's weird, because I think we were stuck, we had to play that part, because that's where I was. Um, well, when we started playing with you, weren't we playing... Didn't we have to fight Kingpin again? Didn't we fight Kingpin with you? We did. So I, so when I was playing with Dom, I had beat Kingpin. Mm-hmm. And then we joined you. We had to fight Kingpin again. Oh. 
So, like, wherever we got with you, that's where I was, pretty much. Okay. Uh, I think, yeah. I definitely haven't gone to the... Expansion? Expansion, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a... I don't want Ultimate Alliance to kind of fall by the wayside. It currently is, just because Fire Emblem Three Houses is, like, taking all of my free time when I'm not playing Overwatch. Like, literally, if I'm not playing Overwatch, I'm playing... Fire Emblem. Yeah. I'm pretty much playing Fire Emblem every night, except for the game we'll talk about in a second. But before we talk about that game, uh, another game that kind of weaseled its way into my... I don't even know how it weaseled its way in. One night after playing Overwatch, I decided to take a peek at what was on Game Pass, and I realized there's a game on there that I was always interested in. I just never uh, did anything about it. And that game is... Um, Yoku's Island Express, hmm. which is are you familiar with what this game is? Yeah. Or so it's basically, you know the game Sonic Spinball. No, it's on Sega Genesis. So it, that's like a kind of a close comparison. So it's basically a platformer with pinball puzzle elements with. Also, some Metroidvania aspects. So, there's, a, like, most of the platforming is pinball. Where there's, like, the triggers handle the bump, like, the flippers. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's bumpers and, like, things you have to hit, whatever. And there's, like, there's like puzzles built around it. And it's, the, like, the once you learn the concept of the game, which is not that hard to do, especially if you're familiar with pinball, um... It, it's really fun. Like it's it's fucking awesome, and I'm so mad that I slept on this game for so long for no other reason other than I just never played it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it wasn't like a purposeful thing. Like oh, I don't know if I'd like that. I always felt like I'd probably like that game. And starting Game Pass, which if you have an Xbox and don't have Game Pass, I guess at this point, if you, I mean, I don't know what the offerings are on the PC side of things, but I'm sure there's some some good games there. Uh, I know I opened it up. I know I downloaded some games. I don't remember what they were. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of stuff mirrored on both, but there's a lot of stuff that's only on PC. Hmm. But I'm sure there's also some stuff that's only on Xbox. Um, but yeah, if you have an Xbox, you know, Game Pass, you're you're messing up. You're missing out on the the one of the best things about the platform. Um, but yeah, there there's a lot of really good games on Game Pass. I know Joe just signed up for Game Pass, so we were talking about a bunch of games that he downloaded. Um, but Yoku's Island Express is if you're interested in that concept at all of like a Metroidvania pinball platformer, I highly recommend it. It's really, really a lot of fun. I wish I had it on my Switch, which it's available on the Switch, but I have it on Game Pass, so I don't need a double dip or I guess single dip, but I can already play it for for free, air quotes, with Game Pass. Um, So there's that. So I'm really enjoying that. And it's funny that I decided to pick that up right at this exact moment because... The other game that I've been playing for the last uh, few, well, I guess the last week or so, that I can't talk too much about. I can give a little bit of my impressions, but I can't like fully like dive into it, uh, is Creature in the Well. Mm-hmm. So I've been playing uh, Creature in the Well on the Switch. That's coming out next month for Switch, Xbox, and PC, I believe. And it's funny that I've been playing Yoko's Island Express because... Creature in the Wild. I don't know if you remember it from PAX East. I remember you guys playing it and liking it. 
so it was the it was the game where it's like a top down action game where you're it, it's it's they're describing it as a pin brawler so it's like it has pinball elements but it's like also a top down action game you're basically like this this robot uh i don't want to go into i don't really know exactly i'm allowed to give my impressions mm. i can't give a full review so I'm allowed to talk about it. I just can't like go too deep into it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. But I'll I'll basically say like you're you're a robot. You you over the course of the game you can acquire like new weapons and and upgrade your armor and stuff like that. Um, but really the two things for me about this game that really make it shine are the art style, which it. It looks. I mean, it's cel shaded, and it looks like a comic book come to life. I know. Uh, I know when we had talked with the developers, uh, Adam Volker, I believe, is one of them. When we spoke with them at PAX East, I, I believe they said that they their inspiration for the art style came from uh, the the Hellboy comics. I forget the 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 author of Hellboy. Mike. Mc- it is Mike. Some Mike McNoll. Thank you. Um, so if you know that art style of Mike Magnola and you see the game, you can definitely see where there's some inspiration drawn. Um, but what I like a lot about the art style of Creature in the Well is that it, like it's cell shaded, but it's, the way it's done and the way it's presented and the way that the camera angles are fixed and the way they move through the levels, it it really, for some reason the camera angles to me really bring the art style to life maybe that's hard to hard to understand by the way i'm describing it Mm. but there's something about the game being at a fixed camera angle but when you're going between rooms and like moving through hallways and stuff it does like move in certain ways that are fixed that like they it brings more out of the already gorgeous art style uh, so I'm a really big fan of like the art direction, and then obviously just the gameplay itself is really satisfying. Um, if you like pinball type elements, or the thing that I'm kind of more in, personally am like likening it to is Breakout, where a lot of the rooms are you like hitting the ball back and forth, and you want to like get rid of enemies and or. Things that resemble something that would be on a pinball table, mm-hmm. so like bumpers and stuff like that. Um, and in doing that, you're collecting power from these things, and you're trying to, without going too much in the story, you're trying to, like, bring power back to this temple. So, I don't know. I'm really, really enjoying it. I'm currently in the middle of of finishing the game and and working on my review and stuff, which will go up closer to the game coming out um, where you can get my full thoughts on that. So keep an eye on our social media. Keep an eye on uh, pastcontroller.io for when that goes up and you can get my full, full uh, thoughts and full review on that. Is this sound like anything up Mike's alley? Uh, I recall watching you guys play it and no. Why? Is there a reason why? What, no. what, what about it does not appeal to you? Nothing really. I mean... I'm not like super big into pinball. 
It's I, not. I know it's not. I like feel like that shouldn't simple. be. A, it shouldn't be a thing. It's a turn. It's yeah. like I'm looking at it. I've seen you guys play it. It's like yeah. So this is normally when we have Patreon questions, I save them for the end. Mm. But I feel like this is gonna kind of organically fit right here, so we're gonna bring it up now. And uh, you too can contribute to the show by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller and become a patron and asking us questions that if we think they make sense or they're appropriate, we answer them on the show. This week's question comes from Sapphire Jade, and she asked specifically a question for you, Mike, uh-huh. and it is, uh, it's been brought up on our old podcast that Overwatch wasn't wasn't Mike's type of game, uh-huh. and it's known that he doesn't purchase or participate in games that the others do. Uh-huh. Example, Destiny. Right. So what is Mike's type of game? Oh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I only started playing Overwatch because I enjoyed it when we played it once at PAX. That's legit. That is that story. Is that I played it at PAX. I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. No, I mean, it, and I know that because, like, historically, you don't play a lot of those types of games with us. Right. Um, but, I mean, that's what she said, and you said it You mm-hmm. said it before on a previous episode, apparently, that Overwatch wasn't your type of game, but you turned out to love it. Mm-hmm. So what... What is your type of game? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. It'd probably be typically a single player, some sort of platformer, most likely. Okay. I think, I think historically that was that would be what I would play. So, uh, like an ideal game for you? Um, boop, 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 boop. Let's see. Based off of the games that I know I liked in the past, um, we'll say Mario 64. That's an easy one. Okay. Raid, I remember really liking. Uh, Fez popped up on the radar radar again for me. I'm like, oh, yeah, didn't I really like Fez? I don't recall exactly, but I know I played it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, I also think I liked Alan Wake a lot. You bought Alan Wake on the Xbox? I Yeah, I did. I don't know if I bought it, but I know I had it, and I know I beat it. And you enjoyed it? I think so, yeah. So you're so it sounds like you are just more of a single player kind of guy. Yeah. I think I liked Alan Wake's mechanic too, if I remember right. Is that you it was sort of like Luigi's Mansion in the sense, hey, yeah, I have a fucking flashlight, use that to fucking yeah. scare away the ghosts. So basically a game with flashlights you're in? Maybe. I would have to play Luigi's Mansion. You never played Luigi's Mansion? No, I rented it once for the GameCube many years ago but um, as a result the game itself did not come with instructions so I think I got stuck very early on because I didn't know a core mechanic the game doesn't teach you the core mechanics? no I don't think so I mean maybe it did and I just didn't get it but I know that I did not get very far with my rental simply because I did not know what I was supposed to do interesting I feel like a game like that would have taught you the mechanics at the beginning of the game and I can't see why, because in, in those days it was everything was saved on memory cards. So mm-hmm. like it would have forced you to start from the beginning of the game, your first time putting it in. Mm-hmm. We were also in middle school still when that came out. Mm-hmm. So or probably seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, that sounds about right. So I mean, was a, we were, it was a, you were just a young guy. You know, it was a younger time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I can see that you just overlooking or like pressing A to skip through some. Some yeah, dialogue. probably. I, again, I don't know. That's just my recollection of is that I did not 
play it much because I didn't know what something. Something prevented me, some lack of knowledge prevented me from moving forward. Okay. So what I gather from this is that a mic game or a mic type of game is going to be a platformer. It doesn't have to be 3D, but it could be a 3D platformer like mm-hmm. a Super Mario 64 or a 2D platformer like mm-hmm. a la Braid. Though that does make me think you like games that have narrative twists because you like to braid and that's mm-hmm. a... Yeah. Did you beat Braid? I did. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, you find out... Yeah, I really enjoyed that That It was a good structure. Um, um, Alan Wake, I never finished it, so I don't know if that has a, a plot I, twist I or not. I don't think it did, but I don't really remember the plot other than he his wife was missing. So... He he was a writer with writer's block. Yeah, it was and something his like wife that, yeah. was. I he went to like a cabin to think, but I think his wife was also missing for some reason. Yeah, I mean, I played Alan Wake. I just I, I don't know. Um, a single player games for me have to hit hit me good, and if they don't hit me good, they lose. Like my I interest. really like Explosion Man and Miss Explosion Man. I would probably put those with platformers. Yeah, action platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're a platformer kind of guy. Yeah, maybe. I, I feel like I need to put together a list of games that you should check out then, Game Pass or not. Um, expand your platforming horizons a little bit. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But it seems like a specific type of platform because you don't care for Metroidvanias. Or no. have you never played a Metroidvania? I probably haven't. Hmm. I wonder what would be a good entry Metroidvania for you to play. I would say... Maybe I mean I think I might just skip anything older because a lot of those games are gonna just be harder just because games back then were a little bit harder to make you take longer to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a like, that was a thing. Like, like a thing about video games back then for a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think what would be a good entry. I'll I'll find some. Actually, you know what? There's a game on. Uh, it's kind of difficult though. There's a game on Game Pass called um, Mamadora uh, Reverie Under the Night. And it is, it's a light Metroidvania, but the combat and like, like the Metroidvania elements are, are lower. They're not as like, it's not as crazy as like a, mm-hmm. some Castlevanias or certain Metroids or, or games like that. Um, so those elements are a little bit, you know, discounted. Yeah. The combat can be a little difficult. Some enemies can feel a little difficult, but I think there is actually an easier mode to play on. So that might... It's on Game Pass. It might be something you should check out. It's a good pixel art style. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then in the case of Overwatch, was it simply just you played it at PAX and it was a game that you wanted to keep playing? Or was it also a mixture of like the... Like clearly they're really good at building a world and character characters mm-hmm. that people resonate you know, that resonate with people. Was it that aspect of it too, you think? Or was it just simply you picked it up and you're like, this is pretty fun and I'll keep playing it? I think it was a simple thing of it was a very clear-cut, objective-based, hey, you just need to do... I'm not even sure if we actually understood what was going on, but hey... Oh, no. I mean, when we played it at PAX, I had no fucking idea what was going on. You just... We were fighting each other, but we were trying to make that fucking... Payload go. Made that payload go. You understood that at PAX? Because I did not. I, I'm still not sure if I understood it exactly. I think maybe just under the lens of, like, now that, like, I can picture it in my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were playing on Hollywood. 
I don't we know. We were definitely playing on Hollywood. I don't know how we managed to. I, well, I'm not sure if we were on attack or defense. So I no, I feel like we were on. I feel like we were on attack because I remember standing in like the room waiting for the game to start. There was only three or four of us that played. Mm-hmm. So it was it was me, you, and it might have been Wang or it might have been Joe or both of them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we were all on the same team. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that sounds about right. I know it was at the Xbox booth because Overwatch is in like three spots that year. Yeah. Because it was at Blizzard, it was at Xbox, and it was probably somewhere else too. Because um, when I I remember playing it, and I picked Tracer and Reaper, and I it pff, Tracer didn't make any sense to me. Like the whole recall thing, like off the bat, I like it fucked with me. I switched to Reaper. But I still had no fucking idea like what was going on. Right. But for me personally, I was like, I like like I like the like I like what's going on here, like from just like aesthetically all that stuff. Like I liked what was going on and I wanted to play more. But to be fair, at that time, myself and Todd may not want to admit it, but definitely Todd. And I don't know if you were in this camp too, but we were all like, "Yo, Battleborn's gonna be my shit," which similar but not really. Uh, so one, I just want to say that I I remember I think I played exclusively Reaper, and I if I remember right, at least my team was on attack. Cause I remember being in that spawn room, like waiting for the game to start, kind of running around. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I knew at the time that Battleborn and Overwatch were like the things to be compared. Like they're clearly different games. But yeah. I don't remember if if like i knew like that was the thing i know at that time there was like a very loose uninformed especially since there was a very big like umbrella of like uninformed people that i'm assuming just probably didn't care too much about the two games to learn that they were very different that they were just being grouped together and it didn't help that they came out like within like a few weeks of each other I think if there was a bigger gap between when those two games were released, I don't think it would have been as confusing. Because, like, if Battleborn came out a month or two before, there would have been plenty of time for there to be a narrative, a true narrative, from someone that played the game and then also cared or looked into or played Overwatch to say, oh, no, these are different games, like, at their core. Uh, They were just both cartoony team shooters that people linked together. I think what would what probably happened for me is that while I under like I knew Battleborn was a thing because like they were pushing it so heavily for whatever reason. Outside oh, 2K of, was marketing the shit out of it. Outside of had a like, huge booth yeah, attacks too. Outside of playing, you took a picture with the fucking mushroom yeah, guy. Yeah, I know. Outside of playing Overwatch that time, I didn't know what Overwatch was. I don't think I even caught its name to the point where like. I ended up with all those Overwatch glasses because I just walked by to pick up the glasses, yeah. not knowing what the game was. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know there was... Do you have a bunch of extra pairs of them? I only have the two pairs. I've got a Genji and I've got a Tracer. Okay. I... See, I I think I was kind of in the same camp because I think initially... I don't remember... I, I want to say Overwatch was at PAX two times before it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... One of the years, it was only in the Blizzard booth and only on PC, like, mouse and keyboard. So I think for that reason alone, I was like, well, uh, it's clearly not a game I can play because I don't use that shit. Um, And then I think the following year, right before it came out, like a few months before it came out, it was also the Xbox booth, and that's when we tried it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I remember the first year not playing it, but I remember seeing, like, Colin 
in in maybe Darren waiting in line to play it. Yeah. And they had the glasses, and then we just got the glasses. But I didn't play the fucking game. I just yeah, got glasses because free shit, gimme. Yeah. Um, this was also, I don't know, at this point, five or six years ago, a while ago. Because Overwatch yeah. been out for over three years, and yeah. it would have been two years, so like five years ago. Well, some fucking couple of baby boys, mm. couple of fucking baba boos. Um, baby boy, baba boo. I don't know. I'm just saying things. Um, and then the following year is when we got the Genji glasses, mm-hmm. which I don't know where my tracer ones are right there. Yeah, and the Genji ones are in my car actually, as I wear them from time to time. Probably not good driving glasses. No, they're not. But I do put them on just to maybe take take a funny selfie and be like, I need healing. And then say, oh, wow, I look garbage in selfies, and then I don't send it to anybody. That's for the best. And then I put my phone away because I'm driving. Yeah. Wow. I do all this while I'm not driving, to be very clear. Um, so, yeah, okay. So uh, a mic game, to answer this very long-winded question, a mic game is typically those other things One that mentioned. I don't have to play with Brenton. Fair enough. But I feel like because you like Overwatch, there's some potential for you to like some of these other games potential maybe uh i'm trying to think if i've played anything similar to something like destiny or anthem or div Div 2 i feel like those kind of games fit the same criteria for me i think those three fit the same criteria i still think they're a lot different the gameplay wise are a lot different than overwatch Mm -hmm. but i do think that there's some common ground there and i with games like that like, I would probably not play any of those games alone. Yeah. But because there's usually, like, a few people that play them, whether it's Todd, Julian, whoever, I feel like because of that, it's, like, more of an incentive to be like, well, I mean, I'm trying to get trying to get some fucking, you know, mm-hmm. raids done or quests or whatever we're doing, whatever game we're playing. So I do think that there's some potential for some of those to kind of resonate with you as well. I, I'd like to... Get, hey, listen, I, I own Destiny on multiple platforms. PC and PS4. I have it on PS4, too. All right, then. It's cross-save now. I can just move my Xbox guy over there. There it is. I'm not playing Destiny. I'm also not going to play Destiny. I mean, I would I would actually like to get back into Destiny, but it would, A, require us to buy the most recent DLC, which I don't know what the pricing of that is at the moment. If it's like 40 bucks, I'm out. Um, and B... I don't know how true this actually is, but in my mind, because I stopped playing Destiny 2 so long ago, I feel like I would be so far behind where everyone else is at mm-hmm. that it would be a long road to catch up. Listen, just join me when I start playing on on Google Stadia. Uh, I'm probably passing on Stadia for a while. I mean, there's going to be a free version of it next year, right? Yeah. So I'll well, fuck listen, around with the free one. And if, if it turns out to be baller, then cool, I'll jump well, listen, in. Listen, I've got the Founders Edition. I can gift you three months. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk off the air. Um, I don't know. I just... I don't know where we're at. I don't know where we're at with these things. I need to see it in person. I need to see how it gets down. It'll be a good way for you to start playing PC games on your fucking MacBook. Yeah, but I wouldn't. I would still probably use a controller. Yeah, that's fine. Is Overwatch coming to Stadia? No. All right. Well then, what the fuck is the point? So why would you need to play? You know, it doesn't. Well, no, no, no. If Overwatch is coming to Stadia, then I could play on my Mac Mm -hmm. with a mouse and keyboard and see how I feel about it. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
That would probably be the only thing I would care about. Well, they added... I think... Did they add... They're adding keyboard and mouse support for games on the Xbox, but I forget which, game, which games actually support it. Um, I think Fortnite was like one of them. I don't know if they're going to do it for Overwatch. I mean, it, the game is built with those controls mm-hmm. as an option, so, I mean, they could always make it a thing. Yeah. I could see them banning those controls from competitive play on Xbox, though. Yeah. Because, obviously, people from PC could just go on to Xbox and dominate. Yep. If you live in the mindset that PC controls are more accurate or better or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to I'm going to come up with a, a list and I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit you down and make you play some stuff and see see where your heads are. Well, at. you can make the list, but you can't make the horse drink the dead horse. I, That's not how it goes. I lost track of my metaphors. Bring bring the horse to the water. You can't make it drink the water. Yep, you can bring the horse to the water, but you can't look it in the mouth. There'll be not a thing. There'll, there'll be a good stream in there somewhere. We'll play something. You'll sit down. You'll play the game. I'll talk to the chat. We'll eat some fucking pizza. We'll, 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 do, we'll do some fun stuff. Maybe we'll get some, some delicious barrel-aged dark beers with no coconut or peanuts involved. And we'll have a nice... A nice little fucking night out. A little, little evening, like a little evening out of ourselves. Maybe we'll start the day. Maybe to get our bodies ready, we'll go to Ugly Mug, get some French toast with some nanners on there. Maybe some Nutella. Maybe some streusel butter. Get that cinnamon sugar butter going. Speaking of that, what are you doing tomorrow? You want to go to Ugly Mug? <laughs> I was actually thinking to myself, like, where do I want to get myself breakfast next? Because you... I'm just throwing money away. You morning. let me know if there's. Because I think last week, because Jen's gonna be with her sister tomorrow, so your boy can eat. I think last week I, I left my house too late for Good Morning Fatty, so I ended up going to Crave. Mm, I could do a Crave sandwich. I also haven't had Good Morning Fatty in a while either. So, did I go someplace after that, or did I just get the sandwich and go home? I feel like I was eating. Oh wait, now I remember. Now. Okay. What? I don't know. No, I just I like I remember getting the sandwich, but I feel like. I ate the sandwich while I was in my car and then didn't go home for some reason. Muy interesante. But, yeah, I'm, I'm now curious. I'm going to see if I can open you up to some more games. I feel like there is some potential, especially with how much you like Overwatch, for certain types of other games to make it into your catalog of gaming. For instance, you know a game I always wanted to play and never did for reasons I don't fully remember? Uh, Shadow Complex. I don't even remember what Shadow Complex was about. I just remember that I wanted to play the game and I... I started but didn't which is interesting to me because it a falls in the category of you like platformers Mm -hmm. but b it's the category of that's a fucking metroidvania my guy Mm. so there's some there's some things there's some things there's some things yoku's island express metroidvania but if you want the pinball thing i get i get it i think the problem is that it came out for free once on the pc and i downloaded my pc at the time couldn't run it and now I can't remember the account that it's tied to. That game, at least for a point, I don't know if it always was the whole time or if it changed at some point, but that was an Xbox exclusive, I'm pretty sure, Xbox 360. So mm. it might be on Game Pass as like a backwards compat game. Mm. Um, or if not, I'm sure it's in backwards compat and you can just play it on my Xbox because I have it. Mm. Um Fuck, there's some games for you, Mike. I mean, Hollow Knight, but that's like on the hard, harder side. I uh, think I that was also on Game Pass. I might have. It is, yeah. I think I might have downloaded it and then just kind of forgot about it. Uh, Hollow Knight's fantastic. I need to get back to it and finish it. Um, 
Yeah, not Dead Cells is a, is a Metroidvania kind of, but it's also a rogue light, so maybe not that. I don't know if how you, I don't know how you'd fare in rogue light or rogue like. Mm. Um, the Messenger obviously is one of my favorite games of all time. I don't know if I'd start you there though for I Metroidvania. Think I own that too on. I think it was a Twitch Prime game at yeah, some point. I have it on my computer. Um, yeah, there's there's some things. I'm I'm excited now. I got a little project ahead of myself. What's I thinking about? Never get very far in Spelunky. Spelunky, I'm I get people that love it. There's people that love it. Todd loves also, it. Also, I have uh, Binding of Isaac on PC and maybe. Do you like that game? I know I played a little bit of it. I don't remember how far I got. So that's a rogue light. I think I... I think the problem was that I had it on PC. My computer at the time couldn't play it. And then I also have it... Or I have... Yeah, I do have it on the Vita. And I played a little bit mm-hmm. more there. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I've gonna, got games, but I'm too tired. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you a list. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you a list. Um, I'm too tired. Speaking of... Lists? Indie games and lists. Did you watch the Indie World Direct that was on Monday? Was it Monday? It was Monday. No. I think I I think I was driving at the time, and then by the time I got to work, I was like, eh, they'll tell me about it later. Did you get any updates besides what we talked about? or No. And I also forgot all those things that you guys said. All right. So I'll run through really quickly the list, because I have a list right here. So basically, in order of them, what they showed, uh, Risk of Rain 2... Is coming to the Switch. Eastward is coming to the Switch. All these games are coming to the Switch. Yeah. Eastward, Freedom Finger, which we played at PAX. Uh, Roki, Torchlight 2, Skater XL, Europa, Superhot, which is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I, like, really don't want to spend money on it a third time, but I might, because it's a great game. Um, I would consider buying it again. I did enjoy that game. I also think that it has uh, motion controls. Which That'd be interesting. I kind of just want to see how it plays. It's it's like halfway to VR. Yeah, which I think it would be enjoyable. Um, so there's that. Uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened. The Tourist. Skellboy. Earth Knight. Hotline Miami, Hotline Miami Collection, which is huge. I'm going to buy it. I just haven't downloaded it yet, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to play through those again. I never played two. I beat one. I may have uh, I may have like dicked around in two. I definitely yeah. never finished two. I I know I beat two. I know that like I didn't like fully. There's I know with two at least there was like you could get different endings depending on certain things you did. I also remember that uh, and it made sense. So in one, I think there was the tiger mask that if you wore it, you just kill people with one punch. Mm-hmm. And they toned it down for two. I forget how they did it, but like. It wasn't as fucking. Yeah, I couldn't just. There's run a bunch through. of masks though. Like, like yeah. there's a bunch of different like ways you can do runs and stuff. Um, after that was blasphemous, blasphemous. Uh, then close to the sun, Cat Quest Two, Spirit Fairer, Trine Four, uh, the Nightmare Prince, Creature in the Well, which we talked about, which is fantastic. Can't wait for that to come out so the rest of you can play it. Uh, One Finger Death Punch Two, Best Friend Forever, Fogs. What the Golf, which I'm so fucking excited What the Golf is coming to Switch. What the Golf? Uh, Kine, Hypercharge, Unboxed, Northguard, excuse me, uh, Sparklight, Munchkin, Quacked Quest, 
and Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, which is kind of a big deal. It's been rumored for a while. Um, it, I was, it was weird. I wasn't surprised to see it, but I was very happy that it actually did happen, just because of how close Nintendo and Microsoft have been working with stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we've seen Cuphead come over. Obviously, Minecraft is on everything. That's a little bit different, though. But with Cuphead coming to Switch, I thought, okay, I mean, it's very likely we'll get other stuff from them that makes sense for them to put in other places. Um, and it actually, I haven't done it yet, but I kind of now want to look at what other Microsoft Studio games or Microsoft published games are available on Steam. Because Microsoft uses the Microsoft. Like, they have a, they got a, store. a PC store yeah. for themselves, right? So I'm, I'm curious to look through and see what other games are on Steam because I feel like that could be an indicator of what we might see come other places. Um, so of all of these things go, that got announced, I'm actually in the middle of wrapping up something for the website, with which kind of just a bunch of our picks of like things to be excited for. Um, but for me personally, Eastward looks phenomenal. Um it's from Chucklefish, Chucklefish, um, and it, it's gorgeous pixel art. I'm I'm really excited to to kind of dig into that. Uh, what else was there? In a world where Tony Hawk doesn't exist anymore and Skate is no longer a thing, seeing a game like Skater XL, I don't know if I'll pick it up, but I'm excited to see like a a really what seems like a really serious attempt at trying to be fill that hole of like let's make a good skateboarding sim um there's some interesting things there so we'll see where that goes um hotline hotline miami collection obviously blasphemous is another one that i'm i'm excited about i think it looks really good but that's a game that i don't know if i will personally like because so basically blasphemous is a hardcore action platformer with some metrovania elements um it's non-linear so like you can kind of explore and go wherever but it it has like heavy like religious tones and like really like dark like macar like it's just like a, it, I'll show you like I can just show you a picture of it and I think it will get it across to you but I can show you the trailer after too it it looks really good but it looks like tonally something that I don't know how much of that I could do to myself mm-hmm. um because it, it's fucking like we're talking like crazy enemies like j- just stuff that like definitely is unsettling mm-hmm. uh, but i'm excited because i think it looks like a good game so i'm excited about that um spirit fair which is a it's like a it's kind of like a not a farming sim it's kind of like a Stardew Valley where there's like a loop of that type of gameplay, but instead of like managing a farm and stuff, you're getting these animals and like doing these things with them or whatever, and then you're bringing them to free their spirit, like to the gods. I don't know. It looks really fucking cool. It. I'm. I'm like very intrigued by this game. Um, other than that, obviously, Creation of the Wild we talked about. Um, what the golf, which I didn't actually play, but I watched a bunch of people playing it at PAX East, mm-hmm. and I mean I don't know about you, but that that game looks like fucking tons of fun to me. 
Um, I remember the name. I remember that I definitely watched people play it, but I don't remember what it was. So not only did me, you, and probably Joe stand there and watch a bunch of people play it, we hoped that it was coming to the Switch. We asked the guy there, one of the developers, if they would ever bring it to Switch, and he said it was just PC for now. And Dunkey definitely has a video about it. Was that the one where, like... um... It's a golf game, but, like, it's, like, everything else... It's like every. It's like you're not hitting I, a golf ball. I think I remember it now. One of the levels is also like a super hot like. Yes. I okay. That now. So I'm so fucking pumped that that's coming to the Switch because I can't wait to just fucking dick around in that silliness. Um, Hypercharge unboxed or unboxed, no, unboxed. It's a. I think it's a three v three, FPS, but it's toys, and I think there's some light tower defense elements. Like you're like building toy structures to like keep people out and stuff yeah but i'm all about it it looks fucking awesome and obviously ori which is going to be a big deal and then sparklight which looks like a delicious top-down 2d pixel art zelda so i'm all about that i mean there's some other games in there that like intrigue me i mean i could talk about them the whole time but we're not gonna sit here and talk about that um but what I do hope it looks like they're rebranding the Nindy Direct into this indie world thing, mm-hmm. um, with Kirk and Katie, which they've been doing the Nindy Directs before. I kind of like the rebranding. I kind of like the focus on indies. I mean, obviously the Nindy Directs were focused on indies before, but I I like the new rebranding. I kind of hope that they continue to do these like throughout the year sporadically. And I, I think it's really important for the industry for there to be this highlight on smaller studio games. Simply because it's very easy that a lot of these games get swept under the rug or just they get lost in the shuffle of all these other games coming out. And especially when it comes to like, you know, crowded stores, like, e- you know, virtual shops, e-shops and stuff, it's very easy for games to just get missed mm-hmm. and I, this highlight of specific titles and stuff is is smart I mean Microsoft does it a little bit as well Sony doesn't really do it anymore so it's it's really nice to see Nintendo step up to the plate and continue to pretty much keep this as a core part of the Switch platform pretty much since the Switch got announced which is we have our games we have our third party games and we also have this bevy of indie games that we're going to continue to promote and continue to work with all these studios and I think you know props to Kirk and Katie they they get a lot of really good games over on the platform and I'm mm. very excited to see them continue to do that before we wrap things up Mike because we are running towards the end of this episode this episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night or Sunday night from 7 to 11, what are the hours on Sunday? Do you know? Uh, I think it's like 5 to 10. So Sunday's a little bit different. Uh, head on over to Goodnight Fatty at 1 Higginson Square in the alley or their new location at 1 Washington Square, the Carriage House. And you can get yourself some delicious fatties. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrum diddly treats. 
And if you do head down to Goodnight Fatty, let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. Um, and they also started doing breakfast on the weekends. Is it Saturday, Sunday? That's it? Yeah. Uh, Good Morning Chubbies, which, Mike, you can speak probably a little better than me. Spicy, savory, sweet? Yeah, that sounds right. So there's two... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's two delicious uh, handheld pocket egg-based deliciousnesses and then a cinnamon bun mm-hmm. and they're tasty so check them out head over there to your for your sweet savory or spicy needs and uh yeah if you head on down let them know pass control they're mm-hmm. good people they make good stuff and we are lucky to be that close where we're after this we're gonna walk over or we'll, we'll drive over but we'll go over there and get some Unless we play Youngest. fucking Overwatch with Todd right now. He's already texting me about playing Overwatch. <laughs> I also know what the cookies are, by the way. Ooh, good. Get that inside info. Uh, but the last thing that I wanted to bring up before we wrap things up here, I guess mm-hmm. we have a couple of options. Uh, what do we want to do? What do we want to do? I feel like we can probably push the other one. This one's probably a little more topical because it's more... Uh, just in the news currently and probably yep. probably well, the after Coke this, brothers died I know and probably after this weekend will cease to be a, a topic of discussion um, and that's of course everyone's favorite segment Mike's and a minute mm-hmm. I'm gonna come up with a jingle so I can hit the button and just fucking do 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 it's Mike's and a minute bullshit we've tried pushing you on having a soundboard forever do you want a soundboard and you were like no thank you uh, I don't know I feel like it's like, cheesy uh, I feel like it's cheesy I feel like it's not I us I don't want a soundboard I just feel like it's not us I feel like there's something to be said about a non-edited show just the we're going I don't want we're going off. it we're just going straight off the cuff I mean we're not going straight off the cuff we have some like Bare bare bones outline. The fuck is we in this situation? Right, I do. You're right. You're right. Someone's gonna steer the ship, Mike. Someone's gonna steer the fucking ship. Wait. So if I you want a soundboard still? I I I didn't care for the jump. Oh. So then what the what the fuck? Mm. This fucking guy over here. Are you uh anything going on in the old anime world? Anything anything worth talking about? Anything worth bringing up? Anything worth uh mentioning here? Nope. Nothing. Nah, not really. I watched. Mm-hmm. Two more episodes of Evangelion. Yeah, I know. How do you know? Because you fucking text the group saying, whoa, the fucking Evangelion theme slaps, brother. And then we're like... I definitely never said brother. I definitely said it slaps. And that was also in the Discord, which you can join by going to our social media and checking out the pinned tweet. Join our Discord. Come hang out with us. There's a bunch of us in there. Have a good times. Mm. Anyways. Who says I couldn't just be fucking rocking out to the fucking Evangelion soundtrack? All fucking day today, Mike, on my commute to work, all I did was listen to Zelda music for the first hour and a half of my day. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. Yeah. It doesn't mean I played Zelda today. Uh-huh. I really wanted to mm-hmm. after that. Yeah, but you weren't going to bring up that fucking theme unless you watched the show. Oh, no, I 100% watched the show. And it's fucking good. Yeah. I know we talked about Evangelion before, but for you, is it like a top anime for you or no? I I would have to like actually decide what my top is <clears throat> at a certain point. Or, we, I, guess, I would have to think of like a top ten and be like, ah, I guess. I guess not top ten. Is it just a top tier anime for you or no? Yeah, it was good. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. That doesn't sound like a was like good. a was good. A, a big endorsement. In high school, um, and I don't remember if you were in my class or not. What class was it? I'll tell you. It it was some sort of religion class. It might have been my freshman religion class. Do you know who the teacher was? It was uh, it was Raya. 
I've never heard. Did I have Rhea for religion? Did I have Rhea for religion? Did at any point we have to do a project in that class where we had to make a mixtape? Yes. Okay, is, so we were in the same class. This is where I was going with this. So for that mixtape that I made, I'm at some time before this, I must have purchased the Evangelion soundtrack. So I used one of those songs. Oh, shit. In my thing. What was the name? Or did you name your album? Or did you have to do a certain like Bible like character or story I or must something? Have done, so, I had to do Jonah. So, okay, we must have all had to do Jonah because I know I did Jonah and I know what song I had used for it. Wait, you just did one song? I did a whole fucking album. I mean, album. I, no, I'm saying I did the whole album, but like I know what Evangelion song I had used oh, for okay. this particular project. I, mine, I did The Legend of Jonah, and I just... It was just... It was The Legend of Zelda, like, logo, but Legend of Jonah. Yeah, I gathered as much. I also put... Um, I, don't, I don't remember what for, but I definitely put uh, I'm Super Thanks for Asking... From Big Gay Al. No, I know. It was definitely good. on there. I just don't know what it was in relation to, mm-hmm. but I 100% put that on there. And then pretty much everything else on there was just a hip-hop song. I don't know why I put that. I mean, I can't remember now. I'm sure I had a, 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 reason, had a reason, whether it was good or dumb, I don't know. But I definitely had a reason Yeah, it was a thought then. process there. It might have been like, I don't know, that's how he felt after he got came out of the whale. He's super. Thanks for asking. I don't Maybe. know. It was probably something dumb like that. Mm. Anyways, it got a good laugh. I not Mr. Ray. He enjoyed it. He thought it was very funny. But he also loves South Park. Yeah. So I could have just been playing for brownie points. I don't know. This yeah. was a long time ago. Was it 10 years ago? More. Because More? We, had our, we had our 10 year graduation. We had a 10 year reunion, which means it's 10 years after we graduated. Oh, God, yeah. This, so this is like <laughs> too long ago. So I'm not going to remember the real reason why I put it on there, but I do remember putting that on there. Uh, that's a weird, that's like a weird just little nugget of story that we're telling. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyways, yeah, I, I watched two more episodes, and I don't know how long it will actually take me, but I am going to finish the show because I like it a lot. How how far? What are you on, episode six? Yeah, probably. Okay. Like six or seven. Six or seven. But I like the show. Like, I like it a lot. It's, it's literally just a – when I get home from work, I work on some past controller stuff, I eat something. I might work out a little bit, and then it's like I have a small window of time to play something, which I usually do, mm-hmm. and then when I go to bed, I play more mm-hmm. on my Switch. Right. So my window of time to watch something would have to cut into the play something, and almost 99% of the time, I choose to play something over watching anything, mm-hmm. just in general. Right. Except for Big Brother, doesn't make time for Big Brother. Yeah, you know, it's just it's Have just you considered maybe just working out while you watch anime. Eh, well, or right now anything? Beat Saber is my like my Your my jam, so I can't. And I wouldn't watch anime and go for a run outside. I feel like I'd probably die. Yeah, I don't think anyone would really watch TV while running. Yeah, physically. so like, I don't know if you're on treadmill. That's how I run, sure. Yeah, but that's how I work out though. Like most of my workout is cardio. Oh. Um. What I'm debating doing is the now trying to swap out some of my switch in bedtime to let me bang out like an episode at least, mm-hmm. and then I can get it done quicker. But I, I do plan on finishing this show because I really like the world. I like the character building so far. 
I don't know if that all falls a shit. Who knows? But so f- if the show stays what on. What happened so far for you? Uh, uh, Asu- they have- Asuka? Asuka? Did they have that DDR episode yet? Uh, yes, I watched that. Okay. It was a great episode. That made me like the show even more. Why, is it a bad episode? No, I just I was just trying to mentally place it. I was like, did they do that one where they had to dance? Yeah, I mean, but it made sense. They were just trying to get in sync. In sync, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, again, I love the show. The show's great. I, I, that was the way I could think of describing that episode. Like, that yeah. was the one where they had to fucking use DDR to train. But, like, I hated Asuka for, like, two episodes, and yeah. now that, like, they're getting along more, I'm like, all right, I fucks with Asuka. Yeah, good old Asuka. Like, I need to know where these... Like, I need to know what's... Like, I, oh, Mike, the show's good. You are gonna get so fucked up when you have to watch that movie. There's a movie after all this? Yes. That takes, like, timeline takes place afterwards? Mm-hmm. Is it good? It is something else. Is it good, though? Something else. Does... Is that it? Is it just this season and then one movie and there's no other Evangelion stuff? Nothing that is the same so anything else that comes out is either... it's like in that world with Eva's but not these characters no it's like the the rebuild movies are either reboots or something else but like things are different same characters but different story same but different but same but different but same they're stiff I forget how that fucking thing went can't believe we were all about that movie for like all of two months what is it from I forget wasn't that uh the interview <laughs> I think it was I mean were we all about that movie we were all watch. we were all like on the edge of our seats didn't it like, get pulled out of didn't even not come out in theaters didn't it just go straight to blu-ray because it went straight to it went straight to digital and Netflix eventually because we were all scared that North Korea was gonna do something about it didn't they hack a bunch of Sony stuff? Or was that not related? Just time. The Sony stuff happened around the same time, but I don't think it was, it was definitely tied to um, North Korea. I think we were. Just, I think Sony just kind of fucked up there. Okay. All right. That doesn't surprise me. So, now, I didn't think Mike's in a minute was going to take Mike's in a 10 minutes. Huh? But, you know, Evangelion, good times. So, really quickly, just some closing thoughts on how do you feel about Spider-Man currently with the Sony and Disney situation. That's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Where do you think this is going to... Like, do you think it's going to end with Sony just parting ways for a little bit and whatever? Or, like, where do you think... Where do you think the next part piece of this goes? Um... I think things will move forward as they currently are. Which is Disney. Sony and Disney not working together. Mm-hmm. Okay. I disagree mm-hmm. for a few reasons. One being there's apparently some rumblings at D23 that they're already going to announce a, a deal tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like a, they already have worked something out. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's the whole side of people complaining it's Disney's fault it's Sony's fault Disney owns everything they want everything I, I get all that I understand I'm not trying to get into that I'm not trying to talk about that what I'm trying to talk about is it sucks as a fan of the MCU to have this character that 
is A, just important to Marvel in general, being mm-hmm. Spider-Man, and B, being someone that they put a very big emphasis on towards the end of the Infinity Saga. Is that what they're calling the first four phases? I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, towards the end of the Infinity Saga, uh, Peter played a humongous role. He was seemingly set up in a position to not necessarily take the mantle from Iron Man, but to be a lead player in the MCU going forward. Um, which, again, they the contract they had worked out with Sony was for a set amount of movies. Mm. Uh, Far From Home completed that contract. Mm. So I'm sure that there's probably a split storyboard somewhere in Kevin Feige's office that's like, okay, if for some reason the Spider-Man thing can't be renewed, this is the way we're going to go. But if not, here's the way we're going to go. And I'm sure not a lot is going to change. Um, because, granted, Spider-Man showed up a lot in recent films simply just because that's how the contract was worked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in the course of how many movies? 20... How many together? Movies? Yeah. Like, 21, 22. He's, a, he's appeared in five. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's... I mean, it, it, it's a quarter. And it's a quarter at the end. So it's all in the same, like, chunk. So you're used to seeing him around these people, interact with them. I think it will be more... I think what will be weird at first, if they don't work it out, which I hope they do for my selfish fan side is uh it'll be weird to have all of that stuff especially what they did kind of with certain characters in homecoming i'm sorry in far from home mm-hmm. um for them to then just never mention the spider-man again or peter you know what i mean mm-hmm. not that like the, prior to them scooping up fox they weren't allowed to mention mutants right yeah now I wonder, are they, if the Sony and Disney thing doesn't get worked out, are they not allowed to mention Spider-Man? Probably not. Interesting. So then that would be weird. If they could still mention him, then I could see them like just again like, where was Captain Marvel the whole time? I don't know in space, solving other fucking issues. They could just MacGuffin Spider-Man for a little while. Yeah, I mean... I mean, they would have to. They would have to. I'm, I'm thinking, like, who... Who would be looking for him? Well, I mean, we just... We, in general, don't really know what is happening next to the MCU anyway. Mm-hmm. But we do know, at the very least, that Fury would be looking for him. Or he would, quote, know where he is, but why would he not be contacting him? I guess for the same reason why he didn't contact anyone else for Far From Home. Okay, but you you watched the same movie as me, right? Yeah. Yeah, so how does that come into play at all? Huh? Why would Fury be looking for Spider-Man? Well, he wouldn't be looking for him, per se. He, he knows where he is. I mean, yeah, I guess Fury knows where everyone is, but considering how that movie ended ended like at the very end what you find out like why why fury i 
I guess for some reason, if you haven't seen Far From Home, mm-hmm. you might want to just turn the episode off now. Follow yeah. us on Instagram and Twitter and join our Discord and all that fun stuff. Share the podcast. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, please. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen Far From Home, I guess just end now. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're talking about, like, the post credit scene? Yes. With them revealing? Mm-hmm. So I'm confused. Why? What do you mean? Why would so, Fury be? I'm. I'm saying. I, I'm, what I I'm saying is Fury, Fury knows where he is. Presumably, I guess. I mean, he's a fucking teenager in New York. I mean, I don't think he's. he's and, not, he, and he clearly cares about still going to school and stuff. So, like, yeah. I think he'd be very he'd easy be to trackable, find. But like, the only reason why he was even contacted to begin with is because it wasn't even Fury. Fury. It was just uh, the Squirrels, and they were just like, oh, who are we supposed? Who are we supposed to call in this situation? Was it not Fury telling him to do that? No, he was trying to catch. He, he like calls me at the end, like, "Hey, listen, you know, I figured it out. I uh, I got this kid to help out, blah blah blah." And like Fury just sort of hung up on him. But it it was not my impression that it was Fury that said, "Oh, call Peter Parker for this." It was just that yeah, I couldn't reach Fury to figure out how to handle this. Yeah, I so get I you. found like the one kid. Okay, I mean that that makes sense. I guess more of what I'm getting at is. Not really knowing what the future, at least in the near near future of the MCU, holds for us. Mm-hmm. If there happens to be a scenario where any of the current heroes are crossing over in movies, yeah. which I don't think they're going to do too much of that right away. I feel like they're going to kind of separate some stuff. Um. Yeah, maybe. Well, I think they've got so many pieces of pieces fucking going around that even for things like Shang-Chi where like it's his first appearance is going to be a solo film. They might have someone, you know, pop in and be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can see stuff like that, At this too. point, they're, like, part of the marketing is like, hey, they're all connected, so you never know who's going to show up. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so I guess what I'm saying is if there's a reason for anyone to call on anyone else, if there would be a scenario that would especially make sense for Peter to be involved, mm-hmm. it would just be weird for no one to bring that up yeah if they're not allowed to you they're know not. what i mean well uh, especially because he's established in the universe in a bigger in, way in a bigger way but and i was thinking about this before who who would bother looking for peter maybe falcon maybe bucky i mean we can probably rule out any of the cosmic people so like the, the guardians people. don't care thor probably doesn't care yeah. captain marvel probably a lot of the people care. that he's interacted with aren't in the picture anymore is what I'm trying to get at. But especially if a lot of those people are off-world doing something else, mm-hmm. that leaves, like, you know, maybe Black Panther's like, fuck, I need, like, I I could use someone like Peter mm-hmm. for in this specific scenario, but I can't call him for whatever reason. Yeah, well, I don't see Black Panther fucking going out of Wakanda too often, so I don't see him saying... Yeah, but I can see him, like, getting people to Wakanda. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be weird if they end up not figuring this out soon. Simply because I don't know what their plan is for the rest of it. And I don't think... When they laid out the plans for Phase 5, Spider-Man 3 was not part of that plan, correct? No, they ever mentioned the Spider-Man 3. Okay. Has Spider-Man 3 ever been officially announced? I mean, we know it's being written currently. Yeah, I don't think so. I think Sony came out like today to say we are working on the script. So, mm. but again, I don't. At the same 
time. I don't know if Tom Holland is locked into a contract with Sony currently. Like, I don't know if his car, if his contract was simply this five movie thing mm-hmm. on both sides. Like, I don't know if he has an additional contract outside of that. I know Tom Holland's been extremely vocal in many interviews saying he would play Spider-Man forever. Mm-hmm. And I think that he is a good spy. I mean, I don't know how your opinion is, but I think he's a good Spider-Man. I think he's great for the role. And I think that he's really good in the movies. And if they work this out and he continues to be Spider-Man, I could see him being a a Robert Downey Jr. of the MCU. You know what I mean? In regards to how, like, RB, like if they ever try to reboot Iron Man again or if they ever introduce, like, someone else to take that mantle up, I feel like it'll be met with a lot of criticism. I feel like Tom Holland could be that same thing for Peter Parker, mm-hmm. where if he did play Peter for, like, another, like, five movies or you know, even just another few movies or whatever, I feel like whoever they because spider-man's one of those things that whenever tom holland is done being spider-man they're going to make more spider movies at some point just because it's it's spider-man just like they'll probably always make batman movies and they'll probably always make superman i don't know about superman but batman and spider-man are like very well-known household names that they'll continue to make make money off that if they can and when they can't make money off spider-man movies anymore then disney will buy spider-man mm-hmm I don't see that happening anytime soon. No. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's, it sucks as a fan of the MCU getting into the whole uh, big business, owning IP, all that stuff is another conversation. But simply just as a fan, it kind of blows. So, that's kind of where I stand. Mike, we should probably wrap this up and go get some cookies. All right. Uh, if you uh, made it to the end, thank you for staying. Thank you for hanging around. Thank you for going to see Spider-Man Far From Home, making it the best-selling Spider-Man movie of all time. Also, it, did it just become Sony's best movie as well? Huh? Say that again. It's the best Spider-Man movie, but did it also just become Sony's best-grossing movie as well? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it did. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I'm pretty sure that was another reason why this whole kind of debacle happened, where Disney's like, mm-hmm. "We helped you make." your biggest movie ever i think i think skyfall was their previous best movie and this just surpassed it um anyways as always you can find all of our content at www.pastthecontroller.io on twitter and on instagram at pastcontroller on twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and if you're a fan of the show, a friend of the show, and want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to go on social media and share the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes and subscribe to the show. Those are the easiest things you can do. It takes no time. We really appreciate it. It really helps us, believe it or not. It really does help us. Um, if you do have a few bucks kicking around and you want to help support the show, you can subscribe to us on Twitch. You can go to pastthecontroller.threadless.com and get yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a hoodie all that fun stuff or you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pastthecontroller and become a patron and help support us even if it's at the dollar tier that one dollar from many people adds up quick and it helps us do things uh, so yeah we would appreciate any and all support any reviews all that good stuff and uh as always, you can find me at Groom across social media. And you can find this guy at underscore Mycopath. 
and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 157.